Welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Hi, this is Blake Lindsay. I want to give you a warm welcome to Zig Ziggler's Inspire Podcast. Today we are going to talk about forgiveness, specifically how to forgive yourself. Sometimes we are so hard on ourselves that it begins to affect our attitude and our performance. Let's listen together to Mr. Zig Ziglar as he discusses this subject. I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon. Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon really impressed me from the story to the taste. I grew up in Kentucky where horse racing and bourbon are famous and I got introduced to Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon. It's produced by Heaven Hill Distillery, which has been and still remains family owned since 1935. And I'm impressed with the bourbon's ultra rich, smooth taste. And right on the bottle, it states that this bourbon is seven years old, which is actually three times longer than what's required to be certified as bottled in bond. I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled-in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. When you've been blaming somebody else for your problems all of your life, now all of a sudden you forgive them, you can no longer blame them. That means you're now accepting responsibility for your future. And that's the most important step you will ever take, accepting that responsibility. Because you'll discover the load is so much lighter that you can move so much faster. Marcus Aurelius put it this way, how much more grievous are the consequences of anger than the causes of it. I love what author Bill O'Hearn says in uh, one of uh, his little books. He makes the observation that imagine in life that you're given so many grams or ounces or BTUs of energy and that every time uh, you love somebody and are nice to somebody, you're given an extra portion of energy. Now, when all the energy is gone, that's the end of your life. And he said, imagine that every time you seek revenge and let anger control your life, that a double portion of that energy is burned. He said, in short, what you're doing is shortening your own life. Now, incidentally, that's exactly what the doctor says about it. You need to learn to forgive. In our society today, we need not only forgiveness, but we need to develop that little sense of humor to go along with it. I, I love the story of the lady who went in the, uh, in the grocery store and ordered a 25-pound turkey. And uh, the butcher said, well, now, we don't have a 25-pounder, but he said, I can get it for you. She said, no, I didn't want to buy it. I just wanted to look at it. He said, well, why would you want to look at a 25-pound turkey? She said, I've been on a diet, and I've just lost 25 pounds, and I wanted to see what it looked like in one spot. Now, I believe, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that we need to learn to laugh at a lot of things. Now, in this forgiveness bit and in life itself, we need to remember that in the process, the strong and the wise admit they have weaknesses. Let me say it again. The strong and the wise admit they have weaknesses. Now, that's an indication of a healthy self-image. 
You know, it doesn't bother me that I can't perform an appendectomy. As a matter of fact, there are over 50,000 ways in America to earn a living that I don't know how to do. Why should we get concerned about what we cannot do, ladies and gentlemen? Why not concentrate on the things which we can do? Admit when you have a weakness. Let me give you some examples. If you had a broken leg, you wouldn't hesitate to go to a doctor to get it fixed. If uh, you uh, had a serious drinking problem, if you're wise and strong, you will admit you cannot handle it you will seek help of some kind through AA or any number of other sources, but you'll say, hey, I got a problem, I can't solve it. Won't you help me? Well, a lot of times counseling with a godly counselor will help you to forgive that person if you cannot handle it yourself. Let me give another example. My son Tom and his wife Chachis had gotten on various uh, proper eating programs and exercise programs before uh, Tom needed uh, to lose about 45 pounds. And he'd been on and off and on and off. Well, he went to see Dr. Kipper, who's been a friend of mine for so many years and had been so helpful to me. He checked out to find out exactly where he was. And then he joined a health club and hired a trainer. Now, why would he hire a trainer? You can learn what to do, but how many of you know what to do and still don't do it? Can I see your hands, please? How many of you ever turned in a report or a paper in school when you didn't really want to, but your new teacher demanded and inspected it, so you showed up with the paper? Now, a lot of us just flat on occasion until a habit becomes a permanent part of us, we need somebody to assist us in our discipline. Tom needed to lose that weight. Chachis, on the other hand, uh, needed to gain some weight, and she needed to get stronger. They both hired a trainer. Now, let me emphasize the point. You're talking about all of the moaning and groaning. Uh, you know, the first few weeks, they'd come in, oh, I'm so tired. First few days, oh, I'm so sore. But they knew that was going to happen. They had made the commitment. Bottom line, as Chachis has gained the seven pounds, has gotten considerably stronger, and the way she feels, her energy level dramatically increased. My son Tom has lost over 40 pounds. His energy level higher, and guess what that also did to both of their self-images? They had a problem. They said, I can't solve it. Won't you help? A good health to self-image will let you do that. So important. Now, you need to forgive yourself. Now, that too might take counseling. You know, in the case particularly of sexual abuse and especially of incest, the victim is often persuaded by the perpetrator, it's all your fault. Well, let me give you this assurance. If you were a child when that happened, there is nothing on earth you could have done to have prevented it. There is nothing you could have done to have stopped it. If you have any guilt feelings, it is because the perpetrator planted those feelings of guilt and fear as the incidents were taking place. If you cannot forgive yourself, then you need to go and get some counseling and get that forgiveness. How important is your self-image? Let's play a game just for a moment. Let's pretend, and incidentally, the steps I've now given you will bring you right up to ground zero. You're no longer in the well, you're up to ground zero. 
But let's say that uh, in this little game we're going to play, let's pretend that one morning as you're getting ready to go to work, the telephone rings. And the voice at the end says, Charlie, you know, I hope I didn't wake you up and I don't want to slow you down from getting to work on time. But you know, I've been thinking about you and I just wanted to call you and tell you how much I admire and respect you. You know, you're the kind of person that I just flat enjoy being around. When I'm with you, I'm always encouraged and enthused. You know, Charlie, if there were more people like you, we would have a much better world to live in. Man, if I could spend five minutes a day with you, I'd be able to turn this world upside down. Man, uh, I hope you live a long, happy, and prosperous life so you can encourage other people as you encourage me. That's all I wanted to say, Charlie. Talk to you later, and he hangs up. Now, let me emphasize a point. The call was from a close friend. You knew he was sincere. Here's my question. What kind of day would you have? Would it be a pretty good day? Let me ask you a question. If you were a salesperson out making sales calls, would you be more enthusiastic, more persuasive, more committed, and do a better job that day? How many of you believe that you would? If you were a physician, would you be a better doctor that day? If you're an attorney, would you be a better attorney? If you're a school teacher, would you be a better teacher? If you're a mom or a dad, would you be a better parent? How many of you believe you would be better at all of those things after you received such a call, all right? Let me tell you why you would be. You say, well, I'm an asset to my community. I'm a credit to my profession. That old boy said so, and he is one more smart cookie. Now, you would not argue with him. He would have taught you nothing about being a better doctor, a better salesman, a better lawyer, a better parent, a better teacher, but you would be better at all of them because all of a sudden, the picture you have of yourself, that attitude toward yourself has taken a substantial change. And when that happens, performance goes Wouldn't it be great to get a phone call like that? Man, I would be flying high all day long. Is there someone you could give a phone call to today? Someone you could encourage? Think about it and then go do it. This is Blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Ziggler.